0: Welcome to Mining the Truth with Ray Sturtevant. Today we will continue our series on the end times prophecy. Listen in
1: as Ray begins to unfold the truth. Hi, I'm Ray Sturtevant. We're studying the end times and today we have Q&A Friday with our good friend Danny Jacobs. Welcome, Danny. Glad to be here, sir. Glad you're here. What uh, awesome insights or questions do you have? All
0: right. Uh, My question is about the Thursday show. Uh, somewhere around uh, midway through it, you talk about um, how Satan is let go. He comes out of prison and then is able to gather another army and go against Christ one last time after the thousand years, the the millennium. Mm -hmm. And I'm not sure if there's really a question in here, but I would like you to discuss maybe a little bit more of how you think that could come about considering all that, at that point, the history would show that he is God. He came down from heaven and is ruling. So how could, or why do you think he was able to, or is able to influence people to go against him at that point?
1: You know, it's a great question. And people throughout history have rejected God. I mean, people rejected Jesus when he was performing miracles right in front of them, raising people from the dead, healing the blind. So it just reveals the power of our sin nature, because the people living obviously have still have a sin nature, sure. and the power of the demonic realm to influence thought wow. is the only thing I can come up with. With Jesus ruling right in front of him, people are still going to be inspired to rebel, which Satan is always trying to get us to believe that we can be our own God. It's yeah. what caused him to fall. It's what he promised Eve. You remember when... Uh, he told her that uh, she would not die if she ate the fruit, right, that right. God was actually scared of her wow. because she could be on equal terms with God if she just would eat the fruit and she would know good and evil just like God. Yeah, so it's a me. yeah, it's the same lie that he tells all of us, we can be our own god, we can call our own shots, and that's very appealing to our sin natures.
0: Indeed it is. Uh, my second question is about these uh, gigantic ice balls. No, not really. Uh, there's there's an argument that I've heard before um, regarding the Gog and Magog war, mm-hmm. and I, I understand uh, throughout our series you've talked about there that those really are two different things.
1: There's one in the beginning and one in the end. Can you tell us why you think that? Well. Ezekiel 38 is the Gog-Magog war that I believe is just another point of view of Armageddon. And as we saw then, Gog was just a common phrase in that time that just meant evil ruler. And Magog would be... They're just labels then. Yeah, they're just labels. It's the same thing as like, you know, we call Antichrist. When we say Antichrist, we know that means an evil ruler. And so Gog is not someone's name it just means an evil ruler and magog just means land of gog so it is this evil ruler and the land or people that he comes from well that's all the time we have uh for today and uh, we thank you for tuning in and this is ray sturdivant mining the truth
0: Thanks again for listening to Mining the Truth with Ray Sertivan. If you have any questions or comments, don't hesitate to join us on the web at miningthetruth.com. Thanks again, and don't forget to join us as we continue Mining the Truth.